Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast looking back into the Jewish roots of our faith for the way forward in youth ministry discipleship. My name is Heather, and I'm a longtime youth ministry leader, lover of sweatpants, and I'm the author and founder of First Century Youth Ministry. And I'm Mark, a longtime youth pastor, ancient studies nerd, and Star Wars aficionado. This podcast is part of the Youth Cartel Podcast Network. Hey friends, welcome back again to the show. I'm here with Heather for another summer short where we keep it short because your summer's busy and hey, 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 ours is too. So Heather's going to unpack another Hebrew word for us, right? Uh, Yes. What word are you doing today? Uh, Nefesh. Nefesh, Yeah, that's right. I'm doing Nefesh. But hey, going off of shorts, and I'm not going to talk about rompers like you did last week. That was a little much for the crowds of people out here. I know. So. I'm short, and so, are, so is Mark. And um, mm-hmm. on the youth mission trip this past few weeks ago, I was playing some yeah. basketball every day in the afternoons with the teenagers in my group and some of the other kids on the mission trip. And one of the boys mm-hmm. in my group is like six foot tall, and so he he just stuffed me. I mean, like just it was like it, it was it was embarrassing, right? An embarrassing stuff. And then like he gets up in my face and he wags his finger right in front of my face. <laughs> Just lost it. That was hilarious. We were both laughing about it later. So we played but basketball. It was, though I mean, I've been stuffed yeah. so many times. I can't even count. It, it was C League basketball for sure. Like you could have played Mark, and you would have done pretty good. So it was a fun time. I try to be a good passer. <laughs> Let's go. Oh my gosh! It's in the fish. Okay. <laughs> All right, in the fish. So we hope you all are having great experiences with your students on the mission trip this year as well. But and hopefully not getting stuffed, but probably okay. So nefesh. Okay. So did you know that nefesh occurs in the Old Testament over 700 times? That's a lot. That's what we call a a high frequency word. Right? Yeah. So it's a super common word and it's most commonly translated in our English Bibles as soul, right? So like in our Western minds and our Greek thinking minds, unfortunately, we come to this with some, we come to this word with many assumptions and yeah. it's unfortunately made us see the word incorrectly and understand its inter- interpretation incorrectly as well. So, for example, yeah. in ancient Greek philosophy, um, they view soul and body as separate entities, right? Like your body is one part mm-hmm. of you and then your soul is like this kind of this mystical like part of you that's, you know, spiritual and, you know, yeah. when you die, it departs from your body, right? Like that kind of thing. Honestly, right? the movie, the movie soul is a perfect yeah. representation of how the West has inherited Plato. Don't you think? Oh. Like if you watch, I've not seen the movie. Soul. Um, and instead of, it's a great movie, like you'll love the movie, but just ask what is their concept of what is a human? And how we get divided mm. into body and soul and need to get it back together again. It's exactly mm. what you just described. There are basically okay. two different parts of a being, a soul yeah. and a body. Yeah. Right. But that wasn't how the Jewish mind thought of no. what a soul is, right? So when they yeah. think of um, soul, they actually think of something quite different. So the Jewish mind actually teaches that they're one and they're they're the same, right? Like everything's interconnected. The soul and the body are, when we're talking about soul, we we're talking about 
your whole person, all of you, physical body, your physical living person, not some separate entity that's like floating around, you know, in the spiritual world or something like that, right? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's all of you. It's every single part of you. In fact, the nefesh being such a common word in the Bible has been interpreted as meaning a number of different things, soul, throat, neck, being, person, creature, body, heart, and the list goes on. Um, but actually one of the more common things it's been interpreted is, is is throat, which is interesting to think about. So, but if you think about it, your from your throat comes everything out of you, right? Like your voice, you know, food comes down your throat, you know, that kind of thing. And um, it, it essentially nefesh um, refers to your whole person. So I like what, I like what Tim Mackey says in the Bible project about this um, word nefesh. He says in the Bible, people don't have a nefesh. They are a nefesh, a living, Mm -hmm. breathing, Uh, physical being. Yeah. So therefore, nefesh is better understood to refer to the whole human being as a living, physical being. So check this out. In the Song of Solomon, a young woman constantly refers to the one she loves as the one my nefesh loves. So obviously, to love someone with all your nefesh means giving your whole self, your body, your will, emotions, and everything that person, right? Like when I stood up on my wedding day and, you know, made a covenant with my husband, I wasn't like, oh, I just, I'm giving you part of myself. Like, you know, we all, we all know that marriages that don't give your whole self, your whole being to the other person just don't tend to work very well. Right. And so, so here's the thing, right? When, um, Jesus says, he's asked, what's the greatest commandment? We all know it, right? He says, love the Lord, your God with all your heart with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. So that word, what do you think that word soul is in the Hebrew, Mark? Um, well, it's a Greek translation of the Hebrew, but nefesh, yeah. Yeah, it's nefesh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, because, yeah, Jesus is quoting from the Old Testament, right? So, yeah, yep. for sure. But so, yeah, it's it's nefesh. And so what Jesus is saying is to love him with all yourself, with your whole being, with every single part of you, and not just part of your spiritual side, right? If we view that from the Greek mind from which we've been trained to do, right? Thinking that soul is a separate entity, but as our whole person, all of us, every single part of us is to love God. And I remember actually, um, you know, kind of kind of teaching this in a practical way a couple of years ago in Sunday school. And I had the students imagine that they were Clark Kent, right? Like, you know how he like rips open his shirt and reveals his inner Superman underneath his Clark Kent clothes, right? Wouldn't that be so sweet someday to do that? Well, you know, it's this idea of nefesh um, is our, the most inner part of us, right? That's, that's the parts that we're giving to God. It's that inner parts of us, that inner Superman, superwoman that we are growing for God to give to him, to um, serve him with, to, to serve his kingdom with, right? And so, um, so yeah, so the word nefesh in, when we're teaching this to students and we're teaching the most important commandment that Jesus gives, remind them that's more than just your soul, right? It's your whole being, because that's what the Jewish mind was thinking when they were communicating using this word nefesh. Man, yeah. I think that's important for our students and also honestly for us and all of the family systems we work with, because Western culture tends to carve life up like a pie 
and give a certain mm. slice of it, whether it's bigger or larger, to yeah. like religion. And it's not something we talk mm. about in other pie pieces of our life. Um, yeah. But the point. idea of Nefesh is actually you mm. love God with the whole pie. So whether, right. whether, whether you're at work or school or on a sports team or in youth That's pastor right. mode or in husband or wife mode or, or mom or dad mode, my whole Nefesh wants to honor God. Yeah. with my whole essence and to give that to a student, like if over their years with you, they understand mm. that I either love and serve God with everything I have, or I just don't. That's a really important thought and a really important foundation. Yeah. And this is a very important thing for us to model to our teenagers, because I mean, uh, you know, in my younger years, I probably got things a little backwards, maybe loving my calling more than I love God or loving, um, you know, uh, different things that I was involved in more than I was giving my whole self to, to Jesus. Right. And so we have to remember first and foremost, that the greatest thing that we can do is show and model what it means to actually give our whole selves to God. So that the overflow of that is that they see us being a loving friend. They see us being a kind and thoughtful spouse. They see us being a generous and gracious parent if we are a parent, right? Like this this is what comes out of an, of an overflow of a life that is giving its whole self to God. Don't give your whole self to your youth ministry yeah. first, man. That's going to get it flipped. That's going to get it backwards. Give your that's whole self. That's the opposite of fish. That's right. That's idolatry. It is. I mean, right? the idols yeah. of ministry are... I look awesome when I'm teaching. People look up to me and they need me. I'm the one that comes in and saves them. Those are like the things we idolize. And that's the opposite of loving God with your whole nefesh in the Hebrew mindset, right? Preach. Preach. This thing's really important. Yeah. There you go, friend. So there's your summer short on nefesh. Cool, cool. All right. Bye, everyone. If you want to uh, get rolling on the Israel trip, we have nine spots left. Email us at firstcenturyyouthministry at gmail.com uh, with the subject line, I want to go, and we'll get you rolling. Sound good? Heard. Right on. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, we everyone. love you.